Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to live epic lives, how to travel the world, how to become an entrepreneur, and uh, much more. And um, I, I'm here actually in Manila, Philippines, getting ready for my big book launch, launching my uh, kids' travel book this Father's Day. So it's super exciting, and I'm a little bit nervous and a little bit stressed out, honestly. I love being real on the podcast because, hey, writing for, uh, I've actually written four books, this is my first kid's one. Uh, it's still stressful just because you're nervous, uh, making last minute changes, wondering will anyone in the universe buy it? So if you're listening and watching before Father's Day, grab your copy. If you're listening and watching after Father's Day, it's still available and every day should be Father's Day. So make it happen, grab a copy and uh, you know bless a dad that you know uh, in your life. And it's available on daddyblogger.com and of course it's available on every single Amazon site, amazon.com.ca.co.uk and all the rest. So uh, that's a little a sales pitch and a promo for my own kid's book. Uh, and uh, I love interviewing other dads. I'm super excited about the area of um, you know family travel and fatherhood, and I have the whole site dedicated to it with DaddyBlogger.com. So I'm super excited to interview fellow entrepreneurs, fellow dads, and of course fellow Canadians. And I have a, a fellow Canadian on the show here today. He's actually from the other side of the country as I am. I'm originally from Vancouver, BC, Canada, and our guest today is from St. Catharines, Ontario, on the East Coast, right near Niagara Falls literally 15 minutes away so our guest today his name is mike gillespie and uh mike's joining us from beautiful st catherine's uh mike's uh the founder of epic living academy and uh, we're going to be finding out all about how you can also live an epic life mike how's your life going and how epically are you living it right now uh it's going great uh first off i just uh want to thank you and appreciate uh for you having me on um i think it's amazing what you're doing sharing your message uh interviewing dads and like-minded people and entrepreneurs and it's wonderful so i just wanted to acknowledge you for that so um yeah right now things are are going pretty well you know i uh had a pretty cool day yesterday nice balanced day um a little bit of exercise hikes i made my way into toronto uh saw a concert did a little bit of work throughout the day so those are my my newer days. Um, I'm sure we'll get into a little bit of the journey uh, on what led up to this. As you know, as an entrepreneur, we have our ups and downs. We have periods where we're working our asses off, and then we have periods where you know there's some chill time and we get to enjoy ourselves. So that's uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Sounds great. Sounds great. And you know, on the other side of epic, they will. It won't be hundred percent epic every single day, every single minute, exactly. unless you're like uh, Iron Man, and even he has a hard day. You know. So if Iron Man can have hard days, uh, so can you. <laughs> we give you. Yes. Nice. So Mike, Mike, uh, let's get to know you a little bit better. Uh, uh, you know, we've obviously connected on social media for a while, but for the sake of the listeners and viewers who are maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know, finding out about you for the first time. Uh, why don't you share a little bit of your, of your backstory and uh, a little bit more about uh, yourself? Yeah, sure. That's awesome. So first off, I'm a dad. I have uh, two amazing daughters. And I think uh, we really connect um, well because you have kids, you like to travel, you're an entrepreneur. Um, so I wasn't always an entrepreneur. Uh, I used to work a government job. Um, I was there for 13 years. And I read rich dad poor dad um early on in uh, when i started working there and it just turned the light bulb on for me 
uh, as far as entrepreneurship and how I look at money and good debt and bad debt. And I started to invest in real estate uh, at the beginning of when I first started at my work there. And probably about seven years into working with the government, I started to question things. I started to look around at my fellow employee, my fellow coworkers and the people who had been there for 25 plus years and they weren't happy. And it kind of made me think, is that the norm around here? And I was there for, for more years and I just started questioning and questioning things a little bit more. And I started to climb the, the corporate ladder, as they say, because that's the path to success or so we've been told, right? You get higher titles, you, um, you make more money and you become happier. So they say, um, didn't really work out for me and doesn't usually work out for most people. Um, so, uh, Long story short, I started to find greater fulfillment in building businesses, um, buying houses and renovating them and renting them. And the government work was no longer fulfilling to me. It wasn't fun. I wasn't growing. There wasn't as much variety. And I was sitting in my cubicle um, the majority of the day. And at the end of the day, it didn't feel like I was pushing the needle forward. Some days it actually felt like some of our projects were going backwards because the this is how the government is. They just they they throw a lot of resources at things and uh, it is how it is. So um, I didn't know what I wanted to do uh, outside of work. So I was and I was too busy to figure it out. So I'm sure you can appreciate as a dad trying to build businesses and um, I had a full time job and kids activities. There just wasn't a lot of time to uh, contemplate and question what's next, right? So what I did is I took a break from my job. You know, I, I took a couple of days off here or there, um, and then I extended that break into uh, unpaid leave of absences. So I took uh, one year, I started to explore with things, did this, did that, see what I enjoyed, um, and then I asked to extend it because I, I enjoyed this. So for me, uh, I knew that I liked to help people. And at the time I had really strong skills in real estate investing. So I combined the two and I became a real estate investment coach. From that, I realized that it's not just about the money. Money's good, it helps you do things. Um, it's great, you get to give back more, but life is more than just about money. So I started to shift my coaching from real estate investment business coach to life coach slash success coach. Um, now we talk more about the different life areas, um, health, relationships, personal development, giving back, work. You know, it's it's all interconnected. So I made that shift uh, a couple of years ago, and this is what I do now. So uh, I help people along a similar path help them get healthier because when you have your health, you get to enjoy life that much more and life becomes that much more epic. And I help people along a similar journey of recognizing that they might not be big fans in their work, but a lot of people struggle with how do I make the transition because that's been their norm for 20 years and they don't know anything other. So um, that's where I'm at right now with, uh, that's kind of the short version of the journey. And as I said, 
definitely ups and downs along the way. Um, as long as you know the the ups are higher than the downs, and you're heading in the right direction, and you you connect with a good support group that will help you get out of those downs a lot quicker, then life gets that much better. It does get that much better. Uh, so yeah. I'm curious to know about your actual branding. Uh, so we've heard this term epic to describe uh, movies, experiences. Uh, you yeah. know, when you go to a roller coaster and you can like, ah, oh, that was epic. What an epic uh, first date or what an epic movie. Or yeah. uh, you, know, you hear this name, uh, this term uh, being yeah. tossed around, uh, but not everyone like you makes it personalized and internalizes it. But obviously yeah. this word itself has really resonated with you. So let's trace it back. Why that word? What about what? Uh, what? What yeah. about that word resonated with you? And why did you choose it for your business brand? Yeah. yeah. So I have a group. It's called Epic Living on Facebook, and that word I've just I've been noticing it a lot more over the years. Like I see I see different notes around. I see it. Uh, some other marketing and it's just a, a word that makes me excited about living and it just it's just right up there for me so uh yeah over the last couple of years I, i've just been using the word a lot more and more and it just it just sticks for me and i just i, I see it around a lot more where i didn't see it a lot before so that's kind of the origin of, of and it's just it just makes me feel good that word. It just it juices me up. It gives me energy, and I like I like living life epically. There's incredible power, Mike, to a word association because when I think of epic uh, living, it's almost like you've trademarked it. I know I don't know if you can, but uh, uh, because I, sometimes I'll hear epic on something on social media, and I'll be like, that must be a Mike thing. That must be a Mike, yeah. and it might not be. It might be another yeah. friend. It might be an article. Yeah. Might be a video. Might be a. Yeah. But for some reason, I've associated you with the word epic living. Just like, you know, like people associated Ricky Shetty, Daddy Blogger. Ricky Shetty, Daddy Blogger. It's kind of like inseparable. And now yeah. Ricky Shetty, Digital Nomad. So uh, yeah. there's kind of a power when you create your branding uh, yeah. to figure out, uh, you know, that memorab memorability factor, right? So it's definitely, yeah. you know, I want to give you a big thumbs up there because uh, what you've done has uh, definitely connected with me just as kind of a casual observer, but I'm Good. sure you know, with all of your network on social media, yeah. on the World Wide Web, you've definitely uh, made it your own. Yeah, and what's cool is that now, like, you're right, I mean, I, I've noticed other people have made that similar association that when they come across a word epic or they're about to do something or they've there's something, they see something in nature, like an epic sunset or uh, an epic concert or, or epic fun with their kids, now they're capturing the moments and they're sharing it in the epic living group so um i the group is less about me and more about us and what we've created so it's more community based and that's the way it should be you know there's like yeah. two ways to go about managing your facebook page or a group or uh, your blog you know so one is that kind of the egocentric approach where it's all about you and your business and your product yeah. and your service and those pages and groups they don't get much engagement but when yeah. you make it about a user-centric uh, in terms of the followers, the network, the tribe, uh, then yeah. people really feel it's our group. Uh, yeah. It's us mentality rather than me mentality. So you've done a phenomenal job of uh, creating that um, you know, uh, ambience and environment. Thanks, my friend.
So in, in terms of, um, you know, like epic living, I'd love to hear what it means to you because, um, you know, we're kind of getting into semantics a little bit here on the dialogue, but, uh, um, yeah. you know, I, wa I want to kind of hear your definition of what it means, uh, how yeah. does it look like, maybe some examples, uh, break it down for us. Yeah, so epic living for me is, uh, for those that know me, know that I, I live a pretty balanced life. So it's not just about, and I've come a long way over the years, so it's not just about the money. So for me, Epic is fun, it's experience, it's adventure. Um, relationships are a big part of it. Um, I just love just over the top, you know, travel adventures and um, extreme races and um, spending time with my dog. Um, but it's not always go, go, go for me. You know, I, I sure I do have extremes and I do like Spartan races and tough mutters and crazy obstacle course races, but I also do, I also have some downtime. I also have some chill time, you know, personal growth, reading podcasts, um, massages, uh, self care, um, spa days, uh, gentle relaxation, yoga classes, right? This is, these are some things that I never used to do in the past. It was just maybe go, go, go in the gym for like five days a week. And I'm in there for an hour and a half, but I've noticed a lot more results when you kind of have a balanced approach to it. Yeah. You can go, go, go even with a business. Like if you're launching a business, yeah, sometimes you're in, in go, go, go mode, but you have to offset that with some of the rest and recovery time. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, uh, so as I said, I have two two daughters, and a big part of Epic Living for me is being available and being present for them, and learning from them, them learning from me, us having fun together, uh, me being around for them, me walking them to the bus stop, me picking them up, um, seeing, uh, being having the flexibility in my schedule and the freedom where I can go to their school when they get awards, like, and I'm always there which you know, I'm able to, to reschedule some things because of entrepreneurship has created that freedom where I can set my own schedule. Um, I volunteer for class trips and you know what I mean? And, and I'm sure you appreciate this. Our, our kids are this age only once, you know, they're eight and 11, you know, you're setting the foundation here and the school system, it does a good job at some things, but not so good at other things. So uh, I really do my best to, um, um, supplement what I feel is missing in the school system and help take what is applied at the school and incorporate it into um, living so they have some transferable skills. So uh, my kids are a, a huge part of uh, my why and a, a big component of epic living. Sounds good. And as they should be, you know, they should almost be at the top of that list, right? Uh, you could be the healthiest dad, but, uh, or the, the, the you know, right. like financially wealthy, but then, you know, if your kids are uh, not in a good relationship with you, then it's uh, not worth it, right? So uh, right. good on you for prioritizing uh, kids first. Yeah. Uh, so in terms of like balance, uh, you know, as a dad, I, I think, uh, uh, you know, moms and dads, we struggle with this so much because uh, we're entrepreneurs, especially entrepreneurial moms and dads, we struggle even more because, uh, you know, typical, uh, you know, we've talked about the cubicle kind of dad or, or mom, no offense or no judgment here, but uh, it's kind of good in a way. You have the nine to five job at five o'clock, leave the office and you're done. 5 p.m. till midnight, hang out with the kids, watch a movie, playtime. 
as an entrepreneur, maybe you have calls in the evening or you're busy. So there's kind of the paradox of entrepreneurship, the, yeah. the, the kind of the flexibility, but also the the workaholism, right? So yeah. I want to hear kind of your, um, you know, kind of scheduling, your prioritization. Uh, how yeah. does your week look like? Yeah. How have you been able to achieve a certain degree and level of balance? Yeah, okay, good question. So again, lots of transition over the years. I'm still a work in progress. Um, I was very, very busy during the transition because I was on double and triple and quadruple duty. As I said, you know, you're trying to be a dad. I still have my full, I still had my full-time job at the time. Um, and I'm building things on the side. So how does that all fit together? So very busy during that time. So they were younger and they didn't have as many kids activities. So I, I had a little bit more flexibility back then like now it's just crazy they're into everything <laughs> um so uh so so back then um what my days looked like were um i worked i, I was busy in the morning preparing and getting them off to uh, uh, daycare at the time and then i would go to work and uh, i would have my my work duties but my mind was on entrepreneurial stuff and I'll be honest, like there were parts of the day where I would be working on some entrepreneurial things as well. Um, then come home, get the kids, do the kid thing, uh, dinner. And I, I'm going to be honest, like I was distracted with other stuff. Like I wasn't as present back then because I had so much on the go. Um, so the mind wasn't always there. Um, that was my busy time. So that's where I say the pendulum was way on the right, where it's just go, 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 busy. I was focused on money and I was focused on the future. Um, now the pendulum has swung way to the left where it's I'm in chill mode. Uh, things are running well, um, but I'm feeling that I'm feeling the fire again to get things moving again. So it's starting to shift a little bit more to the center, which it's a good thing. And and I'm a, I'm aware of where things are shifting. So scheduling now so over the years as the pendulum swung um my schedule shifted from crazy busy i started to um uh delegate and postpone and eliminate some of the things i had on the go um because i had too much and in doing so it freed up headspace it created more uh presence and living in the moment and not so much focused on the future not ignoring the future but enjoying the now because tomorrow's never guaranteed. So that was a huge shift for me. Um, so scheduling, so I'll just give you an idea of kind of what my, my schedule looks like now. So usually in the mornings, I've got some some form of exercise. I, I may be doing a yoga class or doing a, a fitness class, or I might go out and do some, some, some sprints. So that gets the happy chemicals moving, it, it creates the inspiration, it creates the motivation. I really enjoy uh, morning workouts. Um, normally I, I bring my laptop with me and, um, there's an area at my fitness facility where I'm able to go outside. I'm under, uh, this covered little pavilion. I've got just a table. There's internet. There's a, a, an electrical cable. It's, it's awesome. So I do coaching calls from there. I create videos. I do uh, content for my online programs. Um, so usually I hang around there for the day. Um, or uh, I work a little bit from home. It just depends you know, if the weather's nice or how I'm feeling. But that environment is very inspiring for me. Uh, there's just a really good positive energy at this fitness club. So a lot of the work I do is 
inspirational and motivation. And that's what I share in the group and in my videos. So you want to put yourselves in environments where it inspires you, right? And I'm sure you do the same. Um, so then later in the day, I get the kids, I walk, pick them up from the bus stop. Um, we, we, we might do homework together or chill for a bit. We, we might do some musically videos or just have some fun or we just might go for a bike ride or do something outside. Um, then there are days where we prep dinner together, which is awesome. Uh, more life skills to teach them and it helps me as well. <laughs> um, then sometimes there's kids activities at night. Um, they go to bed and uh, I may or may not do some things uh, when they go to bed. Now, there are times where sometimes I have a coaching call scheduled at seven-ish, right? Um, so my kids are at an age where I don't always have to entertain them anymore. And this is this is new. Like my younger daughter, like she's she's now like she's she finds her own stuff to do. Um, but I don't book as many things in the evening now. So that's where the the big shift with the pendulum came right from the the right to the left now where before I, I did book things in that time because that was the only time I could because I was working a full-time job and it wasn't always easy to sneak away from that job and make these calls. So I had to do my webinars in the evening and things like that. So um, I think double duty and triple duty as you're getting started, it's a little bit of the sacrifice you need to make to get into what we've created now. Yeah, I've seen, I've heard it described and seen it described in so many different ways. Everything from those balls, right? Juggling those balls. Yeah. Ball, the spirituality ball, the yeah. ball, the marriage ball, uh, you know, like um, inner growth, personal growth, yeah. friendship time, right? And he drops yeah. balls occasionally. And then, of course, I've heard it like the seesaw, right? And then the, the yeah. legs of the stool. And if one leg's broken, the whole stool's yeah. going to fall. And then the yeah. pendulum. So there's a lot of ways to kind of like analyze this whole uh, Conundrum of balance. It's definitely a conundrum of balance. Shout out to one of our uh, previous podcast guests. She has an amazing show um, uh, coming up, actually a summit called the Balance Parents Summit. Yes. So I'll have a link to that one. And you are a speaker. I saw, I saw your interview. I'm, uh, I get interviewed tomorrow by Connie. You look at that. Look at that. I so know. We, so we have to give a shout out to Connie Lee there. Yay, Connie. Yes. Uh, Mike, uh, you know, we live in a day and age of the Homer Simpson dad. The dad who uh, you watches sports on the couch with the pot belly, donut in his hand, eating microwave food and <laughs> fast food drive-through, right? The coffee, Starbucks, etc. As Morgan's, a shout out to them. Um, but 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 we aren't created to be Homer Simpsons, uh, and you have this big passion, obviously, for health, fitness, uh, living life to the full, and living an epic, healthy life too. So. Yeah. Uh, give us your secrets to, to living a healthy life because, you know, honestly, uh, you know, we're all about transparency here. So I struggle with health. Uh, that would be probably my biggest area of weakness. Uh, not going to gym, not going to working out, uh, not yeah. putting it as a priority. Um, so I want to hear from someone like you who, uh, like, learn from those who are doing it well and apply it to yourself. So let's hear it. Yeah. So my values have shifted considerably over the last probably five years and health has been bumped up to number one, uh, because if you don't have health, you don't get to enjoy any of the other stuff. You've heard all the stories of the, the rich people would trade all their riches in to bring back their health. So I believe health is our ultimate wealth. So you've probably heard the analogy, you know, you're on the plane and 
there's an emergency and there's a gas mask that falls, put your own gas mask on first type of thing, right? Because you'll be able to help more people. So uh, I've found my productivity, my energy levels, my happiness levels, um, my, my motivation has just all increased exponentially once I started to bump up the, the health on the list. So this has now become a non-negotiable for me where I put, I used to postpone stuff. You know, sometimes a coaching client will be like, oh, can you do this time? Um, even though I had workout in my calendar, it was sure, right? So now it's not, now it's a non-negotiable. It's in my calendar and it means that that's when I'm doing something. So shit does come up from time to time and things will get bumped, but I, I put it back in there now. So early on in the entrepreneurship days, it was more of a challenge because now it's just, you're adding in even another thing, another thing, another thing. So what I suggest is you don't have to go to the gym for an hour and a half, learn the things where you get the most, um, the most bang for your buck and you don't have to, um, you don't have to spend a whole bunch of time doing it. Um, uh, so little bits every day. One of the most important things I can recommend, and you've probably done this for other areas of your life, but maybe not so much for your health is why, why do you want to get healthy? You know, you're, people always focus on the what, which is important. You need to know what you want to do. Um, but then they just jump right to the how. The why is one of the most important questions. And early on in my uh, Next Level Health program is I help people drill down why they want to be healthy. And then you ask that question like five times, you know, well, oh, I want more energy. Well, why? Well, so I can, I can have fun with my kids. Why? Because um, uh, I like to be a good dad and it makes me feel good. So usually it, the, it, the, there's something deep rooted where um, that's what gets you motivated. That's what gets your ass out of bed at 530 in the morning or whatever time it is to get up and go for your walk. OK, so you don't have to run the marathon. Yes, I run crazy extreme races now. I didn't start there. My first official race was a five kilometer chocolate race where every kilometer they had like chocolate strawberries or something. And then I got hooked and then all of a sudden I started running six kilometers. So start small, you know, um, I actually have a, a free guide out um, that I created. It's a, it's an ebook where I share my top 10 tips that are inexpensive, uh, easy, um, and basically give you the, the best bang for your buck. Right. And there there's simple things that you can do. Like one of them is water. Right. Water is, is, is cheap. It's convenient. Uh, it's it, it, it's easy. Um, but it's it's one of those things that, you know, people just don't do. So the big thing is, is uh, um, nourishment, you know, learn about the proper nourishment. Again, the, the best bang for your buck. Right. I'm all about trying to find um, foods that are inexpensive. Um, easy to prepare, taste good, and are healthy. So if you got all four of those, and I'm I'm actually working on a cookbook right now to put all of that together, um, because I get it. I'm the I'm a I've been a busy parent. There are still times where I am a busy parent. So I, I'm I'm creating things with the busy person in mind to help them make this transition a little easier. So so nourishment, foods and waters, 
um, the right ones. Always choose quality over quantity. Same with other areas of your life, relationships, everything. Next is move every day. Again, you don't have to run five kilometers. Maybe you walk uh, a block and then next week you walk two blocks. Or if you're in front of the computer a lot, like I was in a cubicle, get up, stretch, maybe do a little bit of stairs, chase your dog, chase your kids, um, and then rest in recovery. This is a thing that I used to ignore back in the day, and now I spend a lot of time in and around this. So sleep, quality sleep. This is when your body repairs and recovers itself. Before, I didn't get enough sleep. Now, not only do I eat right and I, I exercise often and I've reduced my stress levels, which is another big thing, um, I now let my body repair and recover itself to give my, my muscles, my joints, everything, my brain a chance to um, recover from the day. And I've got some just crazy images of uh, some things that I, I had in a book of how people's stress levels continue on into the evening because of our lifestyles, right? And there's things that you can do with yoga and meditation to help, help balance some of this stuff out. So again, like a pendulum, crazy busy, crazy not in the moment, uh, stressed and just physically present but not mentally present and total 180 now. And it, it didn't happen overnight. It's obviously, it takes time to make that transition. But those are my top tips. So if if your listeners are interested in the, the free guide, um, I can share the link with you. But again, top 10 tips to uh, um, invite greater health. And they're either free or inexpensive things that you can do that don't take a lot of time. <laughs> That's and I'll have a link below so people can click right through if you're on YouTube or if you're on iTunes, it'll be in the show notes. So click right yeah. through. That'll okay, help. I'll send you that link. A resource. Mike, uh, curious to know about the inverse of what you said, because you like drilling down on that why question. Okay, why is health important and why, why, why? But I'm also curious about the kind of the antithesis in, in terms of if people don't make health a priority, what's the real issue? Because we know kind of the surface issues. I'm too busy, procrastination, laziness, uh, you know, kids, uh, work, not yeah. enough money to go to the gym, yeah. lack of but what do you feel from your years of experience in this area are the real issues? Is it, is it lack of self-esteem, lack of self-worth, uh, lack of prioritization? I'd love to hear your insights in terms of the why not, why don't people, uh, yeah. why so aren't people living healthy? So it's a little bit of everything that you just mentioned plus values. So for the longest time, I was living out of integrity. I always said uh, health was a value of mine but when I looked at my calendar you can tell a lot about I can tell you your values if you show me your calendar right where you spend your time is is your values right so as I said before my workouts used to get bumped my food prep used to get bumped because I apparently had other values at the time and nothing against that it's just I was lying to myself back then and you know, there are times where the, the health, you, you, you have some, like you might have a book launch or you might have, you're launching a program. So other things do get in the way, but um, I encourage the listeners to have a good, serious thought around what are your top five values? 
So you write them down and you think about what you think they are, then have a peek at your calendar and see how much time you're actually spending on your top three values, right? And then ask the question, well, what's up with that? You know, I say this, but I'm doing that. So where, where's the disconnect there? So, you know, a lot of it comes down to um, conditioning, our influences, our friends, our family, you know, they're, they're chattering in our ears all the time. This is where it's very important to get uh, a good support group of people that um, are, can lift you up. And it's good to find mentors and maybe coaches that are getting, this is one of my secrets of where I'm at right now. I've reached, and similar to you, you, you reach out to people that are doing what you wanna do, right? Um, so if you wanna get healthy, reach out to the people that are, are doing that and are getting the results and ask them and follow their lead. You know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Like this has already been done. You just have to find the people who have already done it and then just follow along. So the biggest thing is just give yourself some space um, and maybe journal about what the values are and, you know, and then just continue to drill down on those values. So, you know, why is health important? So biggest thing for me is, is so I feel good, but also I've got kids. They're watching me all the time. If they see I'm on technology all the time, what do you think they're going to do? They see me eating crap all the time. That becomes their new norm. And that sticks with them for the next potentially lifetime, right? You're setting that foundation. So those eyes are watching us all the time. So I'm very mindful of what I'm doing and the language that I use and the associations that I, I put towards various things. So the values, that's uh, in personally in my life, that's been the biggest shift. I used to say this but I wasn't living it. And it took me years to figure out that I wasn't living in integrity. And this is what some, some of my mentors helped me shine the spotlight on. Hey, dude, you said this, but you're not doing it. What's up with that? And then that's what kind of started the, the, the path that I'm on right now. So very big into health and wellness because epic living, life gets that much more epic when you feel epic. And it starts with your health. Well said, well said, my friend. I, 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 I love the way you expressed it around the value system. Uh, yeah. because, uh, you know, we say one thing, and sometimes we believe we really, we believe we believe it, if you know what I mean. But then yeah. your your close people, like my wife will call me out, my friends will call me out, my mastermind group, my coach, and you need these people around you to call you out and give them permission, saying, when I say something that's out of alignment, Call me out on my, uh, you know, lack of integrity, as you put it so well. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm really glad you elaborated on that kind of uh, the value system approach. So I'd like to end this interview by talking about something we're super passionate about, which is epic fatherhood. Uh, you know, obviously, as a daddy blogger, that's my biggest passion. Uh, you know, uh, empowering dads to be the best uh, epic fathers it can be. And of course, um, you know, uh, I'm targeting a lot of new dads. You are a dad of two a little bit older kids, uh, you know, preteens. Um, I'm maybe a, a little bit of a, the newer dad if the two-year-old, the four-year-old, the six-year-old. But a lot of our listeners and viewers, they're not dads yet. So I'd love for your epic tips about how to be epic father for those who are on the verge of fatherhood for the very first time. Yeah. So I shared a little bit earlier. Uh, the biggest thing just to, to know is that you, 